welcome to day 278 of season two, shaped by the word, the drama of scripture. We've been reading through the gospel of Matthew and have deeply enjoyed seeing everything that we've prepared ourselves for uh, brought into fullness in the person of Christ. So mm-hmm. the story from the garden uh, through the call of Abraham, uh, through uh, the rise and fall of the nation of Israel and the exile and the restoration, all have been preparing us to see and hear Uh, the person of Christ. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about how Matthew wants us both to hear his word and see his works and to see the fullness of, you know, God's kingdom in and through the person of Christ. So we come to uh, chapter 11. And uh, as we come to chapter 11, uh, we we pause and pray, understanding that uh, we've really reached the pinnacle of God's work in the person of Christ. And uh, it is here that we see in fullness not only what's behind us, but what is ahead of us is as well. And uh, we want our hopes and our dreams and our fears and our tragedies and our anxieties all uh, to be brought into submission of the work of Christ and the confidence we have in Him. As we talked about earlier in this week, uh, knowing how to give good gifts. So uh, before we read, we pause to pray. So Matt, why don't you lift us up? Father, you are good. Um, You're the giver of every good gift. And and Father, we um, we ask as we draw near to you in this time that you would draw near to us. We ask that you would reveal your heart and your character to us through your word. Give us wisdom as we read. Father, we thank you for um, the gift of Scripture. We thank you that you have invited us um, not only to, to fellowship with you, but um, to be people of your word, that the word may dwell richly among us. And, and so, Father, that's our prayer. Uh, we pray, uh, along with Paul's prayer um, to the for the Colossians, that, that your word would dwell richly in us. And, and so may it be so as we read. And um, God, use this time uh, for the building up of your church. Thank you for this time together. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Um, and that is a wonderful uh, you know, prayer you know, that Paul does pray in the Colossians. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly mm-hmm. as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing songs and spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart, overflowing with thanksgiving. That everything that we do as a as a people of God is shaped, you know, by the message of Christ, which uh, you know, broadly speaking, applies to all of Scripture because all of Scripture, you know, is seen in Him. But it's not just that we, He's not just saying memorize and know and respond to. He's saying let it have a rich place in your heart and your life, and, and of course, reminding ourselves that uh, the the Bible, you know, is not an end in and of itself. Uh, the Bible is, you know, when we talk about the church, we talk about you know, Christ is the head of the church, and His authority is mediated to us through His words, which are, you know, found in Scripture. So the Scripture, you know, is uh, uh, designed to lead us to Christ and to worship Him and to know Him. And uh, that's fun. Matthew chapter eleven, more than fun. It's kind of rich. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter eleven. Uh, after Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went from there to teach and preach in the towns of Galilee. When John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised. And the good news is proclaimed to the poor, blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. 
What did you go out in the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are in king's palaces. Then what did you go out to see? The prophet? Yes, I tell you more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it was written. I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way, uh, who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, there is not uh, risen anyone greater than John the Baptist, yet whoever least in the kingdom of heaven is, is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence, and violent people have been raiding it. For all the prophets in the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who was to come. Whoever has ears, let them hear. To what can I compare this generation? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to the others. We played the pipe for you and you didn't dance. We sang a dirge for you and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by her deeds. Then Jesus began to denounce the towns in which most of his miracles had been performed because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the miracles were performed and you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it would be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted up to the heavens? No, you'll go down to Hades. For if the miracles were performed in you, had been performed in Sodom, it would have remained to this day. But I tell you, it would be more bearable for Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. That time Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you've hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you're pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Father except the Son, and no one knows the Father except the Son. To those, And no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And, of course, we, we close with one of the more wonderful invitations of Scripture uh, for those who have been burdened and laboring under uh, any, any notion that we can fix what's broken in us or any notion that we can present ourselves to God in a way you know, that's deeply acceptable to Him, to any notion that our religious acts you know, uh, create, you know, credit to our account you know, as, as something that commends us to God. Uh, give up that burden, come to me and find rest. There, there is a yoke involved. And of course, a yoke implies, you know, that's work. But but his works are not works, you know, that are beyond us, because he is, of course, uh, you know, uh, the one who gives us the ability to do the works that he's called us to do. Mm-hmm. So what a wonderful, what a wonderful expression of the gospel. Yeah. I love that invitation. I mean, it's centered upon Jesus Himself. You know, even the yoke and the burden that that is involved mm-hmm. is His yoke, His burden. And, and I think so many times when we're worn out, we're tired. You know, we 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 want to come maybe to the things of Jesus without coming to Him, or we want to mm-hmm. we want to do the things of God without coming to Him. You know, that invitation is not, you know, come and do a bunch of spiritual things. Come no. and begin to meditate. Come and, and do mm-hmm. silence and solitude. Those are great things. Yeah. 
But separated from Jesus, we miss the invitation is to come to Him. Yeah, we we often confuse following Jesus with our notions of what it means to follow Jesus, and we sometimes, you know, chart our own path and our own course. And of course, it, it, it never leads to fullness. It never leads, you know, to fruitfulness. Uh, you know, it'll always lead you know deeply to frustration and disappointment, uh, because in and of ourselves, we cannot produce you know the works, you know, that God has required of us. But His promises that He will produce those uh, in us. Mm-hmm. And I just love how Jesus talks about the Father, that, you know, he was pleased to reveal to little children, not those that were the learned or the wise, but pleased to reveal to little children um, the hidden things. And I mm-hmm. deeply appreciate that because I work with children, maybe, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, it, it's a... Yeah. But that's... God is accessible. Mm-hmm. He, he's not, you know, simply for you know the high-minded and those who have, you know, really nice parsed-out, you know, theology or mm-hmm. have done, you know, precise exegesis. We we read, you know, as we finished the Sermon on the Mount, you know, ask and you'll you receive, you know, seek and you'll find, and knock and the door will be open to you. And, and of course, there there's something about you know being sophisticated that uh, always keeps us from taking the last step, mm-hmm. you know, into His yoke. Yeah. We, we we have confidence in ourselves and our own ability to figure things out and work things out. And there's a little bit of pride involved. Mm-hmm. And, and that final step is just to to come to Him in a deep trust. You know, the way that a child would come to a yeah. parent, to a loving parent. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful picture. Yeah, I, I like the picture of a of you know, can, to, what can I compare this generation? Uh, you're like children in the marketplace. You know, we played the flute and you didn't dance to our tune. We, we cried, you didn't cry with us. Uh, you weren't what we wanted you to be. And of course, he uses the two examples of himself, you know, and John. He said, John was, you know, aesthetic, you know, as, as much a, uh, you mm-hmm. know, aesthetic as you could possibly be, not not eating rich foods or drinking any wine whatsoever. And you looked at him and said, guys, that guy's demon-possessed. And, of course, I come to you fully rejoicing, enjoying the bounties of the table and the bounties of, you know, the richness of, of wine, of course, which is a portrayal of the future kingdom that we've talked about, you know, so many, many times. And and you, you think I'm excessive, you know, in my celebration. Uh, and wisdom is proved right by her, by her character. So both of those, too, can be, you know, false works where we uh, rejoice in the things of this world to the extent we become worldly or we withdraw from the things of this world to the extent that we're not, you know, deeply connected. Uh, but wisdom, you know, has another place that's settled mm. n- nicely in between those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if it's nicely in between those. It's settled nicely on Christ, yeah. which brings both of those into balance. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's perfectly mm-hmm. said. Yeah, that's true. You love the interaction with Jesus and John, too. I mean, you know, people try to explain this away at times, like, well, John the Baptist was the forerunner. He couldn't have done anything wrong. He couldn't have thought that Jesus, for a moment, might have had, you know, might have had no. some doubts about Jesus. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the scene is he's in prison, and I'm sure things are floating through his, his mind, thinking, okay, I, I've read the Old Testament. Some of these expectations, you know, I shouldn't be in prison right now. You know, and, and so he sends his messenger saying, you know, Jesus, are you the one, or should we look for another? And Jesus doesn't doesn't give the response that maybe we would expect you know yeah i'm the one but he does say that and he Mm -hmm. does it in the way that john would know you know as he points back to Mm -hmm. all those the old testament what he'd been reading 
yeah. what he had been preaching, and mm-hmm. he says, I am the one. All these things that are that are tied to the Messianic age have come. The Messiah is here, mm-hmm. and I am the one. And, and what a great comfort. And then mm-hmm. you get, and I love, you know, once he sends the messengers away, rather than rebuking John to his disciples are here, he actually elevates John and says, yeah. you know, look at, look at John. Mm-hmm. Uh, the greatest man ever born of a woman, but the least in the kingdom of heaven. The, this is greater than he is, which, you know, mm-hmm. he talks about all the law and the prophets up until John. And of course, with the coming of Jesus, and of course, that's the message. The kingdom of heaven has has drawn near. We've entered into a, a new era and a new age uh, where, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, you have the era of promise and the era of fulfillment. And of course, Matthew is telling us we're, we're in the time when all of these are coming into their fulfillment or into their fullness. And, and most of us, you know, uh, most of us have, can relate to John. We've been in dark places and hard moments and uh, we want to ask ourselves, is this for real? And, and the same thing that, you know, uh, Jesus reminds John is good word for us. Look at his words and deeds. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you see his words and deeds, you, you realize that there is no one like him. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what Matthew wants us to know. Here's mm-hmm. what he said. Here's what he did. Here's who he's called us to be. And uh, that's how we respond to him. Mm-hmm. Father, thank you for your goodness and mercy. Thank you for a week together as we uh, continue to journey through the narrative passage of Scripture. We thank you for the richness of the gospel. We've been preparing our hearts for this all all year long. And, of course, in the rest of the year, uh, we'll flow from uh, what we see in the person of Jesus. You're a good God, a holy God, and what a precious gift you have given us as you mediate your presence to us through your words and your spirit. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.